Welcome back to Thoughts on the Tinkerage. It's been a while. Uh, I think May was the last time that I recorded, so about three and a half months. So this would be episode 13. <sighs> the gap. Well, COVID has a lot to blame for it. Not knowingly had it, but yeah, it, it causes disruption and family have to come first. So family came first. Uh, that's the kind of main reason for having a gap. And I guess I, I think that I want to kind of sort of talk briefly about today. Now, this isn't going to be a long episode, I don't think, but the idea of blockage. I think as makers, well, just as people in general, sometimes we have a blockage of some sort and in order to move forward with our life, with whatever, we need to get rid of that blockage. So, for example, uh, a week before last, I spent quite a bit of time starting to remove some of the junk, some of the hoard that I have in my in the Tinkerage and in my sheds. I've started on kind of the electronics and a little bit on some of the wood. I have to admit, I am a hoarder. I am the sort of person, if I do a job, for example, let's say I put up a shelf, and maybe I've made the shelf from scratch, and I've bought some timber, and I've got some bits of timber left over, I will keep those bits of timber. The result of that, of course, is that you end up with a... A large amount of material that is probably not really ever going to get used. It's not so much that it isn't going to get used, but in some ways, what I have, I've reached a point where with the material that I have, I have so much that it's not possible for me to actually access all of it or even most of it. And so I don't access any of it. So I spent ages, as I said, the week before last, going through some of the electronics. I accumulated and acquired a variety of electronics materials about seven or eight years ago. And that was in, in surplus to the materials that I already had. And I had great intentions of, of using it. Uh, numerous bits of kind of circuit boards that had kind of failed projects on when I was going to salvage the components from. But of course it never happens. So, it was causing a blockage. So the only really sensible thing for me to do was to actually remove that blockage. And for me, being kind of a hoarder, that was no easy step. Some of the materials I've passed on to a, a local 
Makerspace, Hackspace, and hopefully they can make use of it. Some of them are going to go to a few friends who kind of eyed a few particular pieces. I've kept some, of course, but the majority of it is going to go. It has to. I need to work through some of the wood now as well, and, and the metal, and some of those sort of things that I've accumulated over the years. I have, for example, a couple of circular saws. They're 110 volt. I don't use 110 volt. They were pulled out of a skip. My idea was that I might be able to use them in some way. Perhaps use the blades, and I, might, I will probably keep the blades for making maybe some knives, some marking knives, for example. I had thoughts of being able to use maybe some of the parts, some of the casings to, to maybe make some kind of artwork or have a go at making some artwork, maybe the style of Tom Peterson of uh, Refuse Refuse. But I think ultimately I need, I, you know, I need to get rid of probably the majority of the materials that I've accumulated over the It's more. It's more. It's more than ten years. Um, I know that we moved to our current house eleven years ago, and I brought materials with me then. So I know I've accumulated a, a vast quantity more since then. But that—that's something I have to. I've had to do. I kind of reached a point. I think compounded by the, this global pandemic. And, compounded by needing to be there for my family, where making making videos, making this podcast became a, a burden that I couldn't achieve. So starting to get rid of those materials, starting to get rid of just the electronics, and I've, I've taken a, a few bags of bits of wood, literally. Yeah, if I cut three inches off the end of a, a pallet clamp, I would keep that three inches. Pallet clamp, what's a pallet clamp? Off a pallet. A plank off a pallet. I'd keep that that small little bit. So yeah, I've, I've started kind of backing those up and taking them out of the sheds and I'll look to dispose of those, maybe taking a trip to my local waste disposal place. Not really wanting to burn things at the moment with regard to wood. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of advice suggesting, please don't do it. Yeah, enough people with breathing difficulties without compounding that with people possibly having coronavirus. And it'd be in the summer, people, yeah, I don't want to spoil somebody's barbecue by burning a pile of wood. Because it's not going to be a quick job if I start burning some of the stuff. It, it, it possibly could take a while. So maybe to the smaller stuff will go to the tip. Some of the bigger stuff I shall pass to my men local men's shed. So what's the take? What's the take out here? I think one of the key things is if you're not making progress in your life in some way, and it doesn't matter whether that's about making, it doesn't matter whether that's about becoming a YouTuber, it doesn't matter whether it's about changing career. 
But if something is not something is not right in your life, it might be that you need to identify a blockage and do something about that blockage. Another simple example. I'll, get, I'll, I'll try and think of a few. When I was teaching, sometimes in a lesson, a student wouldn't make progress because I used a word that maybe I assumed they would know, but maybe they didn't. So that, that's something that happens quite a lot, in fact, and I would suggest in many subjects. And so one of the reasons I operated a rule of there are no silly questions, although they can be irrelevant questions, was to try and tackle that. If a student didn't understand a word, I expected them to say, Lisa, what does that word mean? Because it's... It, Blockages can cause problems. It it might be that your blockage is something that is physically there. It, it could be, for example, as in with mine, it's a pile of junk. And it, it okay, it's junk with potential. But if I've had you know, literally what many would consider scraps of wood for years and haven't used them. Given that wood is relatively cheap, perhaps it's better to get rid of it, generate some space. And that's maybe just, that's physical space, but also emotional space. Then that's a, that's a good thing. Generate that space, get rid of that junk, Free up, free up movement, free up movement of energy. Yeah, that kind of whole kind of feng shui thing that was popular in late 1980s and 1990s. I think that I don't know. Is there something to that? As a scientist, you could possibly say no. But then I'm sure we all know places where you go to them and everything feels nice. Is that partly about how it's? arranged in some way. Uh, it sounds a bit wishy-washy, but doing something, rearranging a room makes it feel nicer than rearrange the room. We don't have to necessarily understand why. It might be that there's people in your life that are causing blockage. Now, that can be tricky if they're the person that you're partnered with, or if it's family. And it might take some ingenuity to consider how to address that blockage. It might be that, let's take a simpler route, you have people that maybe you consider friends, but maybe their ideals, their way of working doesn't fit with your ambitions. I've people who perhaps live for 
just going out on a weekend and getting drunk. And that's all they live for. They maybe have a job, they go to earn their money just so that they can drink it away, party it away. And as long as they can maintain that, they're happy with that. But it might be that you have more ambition than that. It might be that you're not happy with just the idea of partying the rest of your life away. So maybe changing your friendship groups might be important. In, in these days of social media, you know, sometimes we have to kind of yeah, cut our friends lists, reduce the number of people we follow. If you follow somebody on social media, let's say Instagram, and they're constantly posting things that maybe you don't agree with politically, and, and maybe more importantly, morally, maybe it's just not worth following. Perhaps I'm trying to think of other examples, and I, I I can think of a couple, but maybe I, I, they're not really a direction that I want to go in. And, and yeah, I I think of a few people that I know that have have got divorced, and in the the process of getting divorced, and, and divorce is always messy. It's actually freed them to become the people they want to be. I, I, I don't want to promote the idea of divorce. It's not a great thing. It's not a decision to take lightly. But then neither should marriage be. And of course it can always be tricky if there are children involved. Yeah, if it's just a, a house or even some pets, that's, that's one thing. But when perhaps children involved, it's a whole nother level. Sometimes we might have to make change. The blockage, of course, in a relationship with other people might actually be something in ourselves. It might be how we think about something. It might be how we consider the relationship. And as I think I've mentioned before, a really important thing to remember is that the only person that we can a change is ourselves. Yeah, that was a really important lesson that I learned as a teacher. The only person in the classroom whose behaviour that I can alter is my own. And of course, by altering those, it can lead to by altering my behaviour, it may lead to others changing their behaviour too. Uh, I'm hoping, of course I don't know what's going to happen with regard to coronavirus, with regards to a whole bunch of things in life, but I'm hoping that sorting out some of this electronics, sorting out some of this wood, sorting out some of my excess tools, will improve my ability to make and to make videos and to record podcasts. Think about what it is that's causing blockage in your life. 
think about whether you can change that blockage. Can you remove it in some way? Is it something that you have to do internally? It might be just a, a lack of belief that you can do something. The number of people that I've spoken to, for example, that say, I'd like to start a YouTube channel, but I don't think I can do it. No one will listen to me. No, who will want to watch me? And all my, all my videos won't be good enough. That's not a... That's a blockage. That's not a reason to not... To start making videos. So... Yeah, it might be that the blockage that you need to remove, or the method for removing that blockage, is simply to say, you know what, I'm going to grab my phone, I'm going to go out to my workshop, or I'm going to balance it over my desk, and I'm going to record something. I'm going to then cut out the ums and ahs, or not, that doesn't really matter, and I'm going to put it up on YouTube. Yeah, just getting it done, getting started, can be the, the main thing to do. The blockage might be the just getting started. So overcoming that hurdle, actually doing something, getting started, could be enough. And, yeah, you're never going to be a successful YouTuber without putting out a single video, without putting out that first video. So, identify that blockage. Work it out what it is that you can do. It might not be quick. Yeah, sorting out my shed is, is probably several weeks worth of work. Yeah, not if I want to keep some of the, the good pieces that are in there and some of the things that are going to be useful, things I can do something with. I could clear it all out, put it into a skip, just order a giant skip and put it all in there. It would be a day's work, maybe two. But I do want to keep some of it, so it is a, it's going to be a few weeks' work. I can't do it continuously either. It might be that your, your blockage is something to do with your health. Maybe you, know, you want to, to lose weight, you want to exercise more, but maybe you, you're at such a weight that actually exercising is hard. Well, that's difficult. But yeah, maybe just saying, okay, I'm going to walk to my local shop rather than jumping in the car. It's going to take me 10 minutes rather than two. Making small little changes so that in a month's time, you can actually go, okay, well, I'm going to walk back from the shop as well. See my little joke there, hopefully. Yeah, it, it might be it's... Maybe it's, a, it's another health issue. Maybe it's kind of, yeah, suffering from a condition that's based around the food that we eat. Yeah, I've had issues with... I have sodium issues, I suppose. I have high blood pressure. Sodium is not good for high blood pressure. I have a love of crisps. They're one of my weaknesses. That's chips from my American friends. I really shouldn't eat them. 
And on the most part, I don't. I, I did have some last week where we were away on holiday and I did enjoy eating them, but I know that it probably wasn't very good for me. Now, yeah, I've had to pretty much re remove having crisps, chips from my diet. I can't moderate. So it might be that actually sort of taking a significant change and saying, okay, look, I can't eat crisps or I, I can't drink soda. I need, I, you know, I know people who I love, you know, kind of cola type drinks. Not me, I, I don't particularly like them, but I know people that, you know, will drink litres and litres per day. And even the diet ones are not, are not good for us. And it might be that, you know, actually saying, well, I have to remove that. If I want to be healthy, if I want to be able to move more, if I want to be able to get rid of my diabetes, if I want to be able to live a long, happy life with my children, I need to sacrifice this blockage. And it might be, it might feel like, that's not a sacrifice of a blockage. It's a sacrifice of a thing I enjoy. But if there is something that you know that is bad for you, even if you enjoy it, I would suggest that it is a blockage. And maybe considering it as a blockage might be a better way of thinking about it so that you can think, I need to remove that blockage so that I can move forward, so that I can live a happier, healthier life. Yeah, I I like chocolate as well, and I know I need to lose more weight. I, I know some people look at me and go, you're not overweight, you're not overhealthy. Well, actually I am overweight, according to many measures. Not much, and I'm certainly lighter than I have been. But I know that actually I would benefit greatly from losing some more weight. So I have to work out, well, what is, what is that blockage? What is that thing that is stopping me from losing that weight? What changes do I need to make in order to make that happen? So I'd urge you, if you're looking for ways to, to move forward, think about what are the blockages. It might just be one, it might be many. That are stopping you from moving forward. What can you do about that? What can you remove? What can active thing can you do to make a change that will be of benefit? Make those changes. Maybe write them down somewhere so you don't forget. Maybe place a little reminder. Maybe set a daily alarm. Maybe use a habit tracker on your phone. Maybe Junk your workshop of junk tools or empty cans of paint or sawdust. Maybe remove the junk food from your kitchen cupboards. Yeah, maybe make a, um, a decision to get rid of the tobacco or the alcohol or whatever else it is that realistically causing you a problem.
Uh, so it wasn't going to be a, a, a long one. It's already 25 minutes nearly. And anyway, hopefully I'm going to have a few of these coming over the next few weeks. I have decided, I did start out with the idea of having Tinkerage Tuesday. And although it is actually Tuesday when I'm recording this, and hopefully we'll release it, I have decided because the coronavirus pandemic has completely disrupted the family routine and I was making use of the family routine to record. I'm going to record now just whenever I can and that might be multiple times per week and I'm probably going to release multiple times per week if I record on that schedule. I'm not going to stick to a schedule. It might be that it falls into one and that's okay but I'm I'm not going to worry about it and if you haven't guessed that actually yes that was a bit of a blockage for me. I wanted a routine and I, I, I've lived for, on routine for yeah, 45 years, um, kind of, yeah, ever since, well, probably even before that, when I was a toddler, there was, there was an element of routine as a baby. I've, my entire career, my entire working life, school life has been based around routine. I couldn't fit that. That caused me a blockage for doing this podcast, and so I didn't release episodes. And actually, I need to check. There may even be an episode still in edit that I haven't released. So, although I've said this is episode 13, it might actually be 14 or 15. I really need to check. I haven't done any editing of video or audio for a couple of months. So, it's good to be back. I have got some videos edit. I have got some podcasts sitting in edit. Then I'll release those as uh, I don't know episodes fourteen and fifteen, maybe episode twelve A, twelve B. I don't really know, but anyway, I think I shall start rounding off. Uh, as usual, if you want to follow me elsewhere, then you can find me on YouTube as Tales from the Tinkerage. You can find me on Instagram as Andy CPU. I'm also Andy CPU on Twitter, if I remember rightly. Uh, there's Thoughts from the Tinkerage on YouTube. I'd be really grateful if you could go there and give that a follow. I haven't got many subscribers at the moment. I'd love to get to the 100 in order to achieve the custom URL. Uh, you can also find me on Patreon as Tales from the Tinkerage. So if you'd like to support me there, I, I do have some ideas for changing my Patreon tiers, uh, which particularly for those in the UK might be really, really nice. But I'll try something first uh, with my current Patreons and see what they think about the idea. So something to think about. Anyway, thank you for listening, and I shall hopefully put some more out soon. Bye for now.